Today is podcast number 118. And today we talk about how Americans are financially stressed at the present time. And we discuss 10 practical things you can do to overcome the weakness and the confusing American retirement system. These are things you can do right now while you cope with uncertainty. Please stay with us on a jam-packed podcast. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. It is report card time on the podcast today. We're looking at the grade that Americans get uh, on on their retirement preparedness and their journey to retirement. We're going to uh, actually, we'll just open up with results of uh, a study, the 2023 Mercer CFA Institute's Global Pension Index recently rated retirement income systems across the world using the weighted average of the adequacy, sustainability, and integrity of the systems. The U.S. earned a C-plus with 63 out of 100 possible points and an overall ranking of 22 out of the 47 countries included in the study. Now, I know, Fred, you're going to get to uh, measures we can take to up that grade if we don't have an A-plus to try to achieve an A-plus in our retirement preparedness. But a quick question for you. Uh, Two words uh, reach out to me in that study. The words global and pension. And the, the reason I'm asking is, I know that uh, probably Americans uh, on average don't have an A plus, but from the C plus rating, isn't that kind of an apples and oranges when you're on a world, a global scale? And, you know, countries are different in the retirement setup and systems they have. Yeah, m- uh, most most countries have a more prevalent uh, defined benefit uh, type system, and usually uh, it's integrated uh, with the, Maybe that's uh, the weighted part of that. Yeah, you know? with the social security system. Yeah, and and so you have you you do have a, uh, a stronger fabric. The problem that, at least in the English speaking countries that I'm familiar with, with beside the United States, obviously the, the UK, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, all of whom have very similar. Uh, retirement systems, they call them superannuation systems. Doesn't It doesn't matter what they call them, but they integrate uh, the, the Social Security with, with the with the benefit, with the uh, pension uh, system. And all of them are, uh, A, underfunded, and B, uh, the, country, the employee contributions uh, are um, suboptimal for what it takes to have a, a comfortable uh, and fulfilling retirement. Mm-hmm. So the American system is not unique, as the study shows, in being suboptimal, but but it's one of the worst. Uh, it's in that middle range. Uh, so it's it's not the worst. It's not the best. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's it's a middling C or C+. Plus. Uh, I mean, to me, that's that's the same difference, and it's just the failure. Okay. Uh, and I um, and and the other thing is that the 
prevalence of a defined contribution in a defined contribution space, whether it's the 401k or whether it's it's uh, it, its relatives, uh, you know, the, this alphabet soup of uh, of plans. They, they you know, the, particularly the ERISA based plans. These these have these have become very confusing. You know, top, top heavy with with regulations, very confusing uh, options, and the ability to take money out pre-retirement for for different purposes, which which defeats the the purpose of of the long-range uh, retirement savings, which is intended for you to send money ahead into the future. So when you age out there, that money is sitting there and it is waiting for you and, and it wasn't spent on current consumption. But that but that gets us to another problem, which I, I've talked about uh, in, in previous podcasts, so I'll, I'll just mention it and not dig into it, but which is, which is uh, housing wealth, where people can't aspire uh, to enormous wealth, but they can't aspire to own a home. And, and that leads to other distortions in our, in our system. And 2007-2008 uh, was the worst of it, but, but it's, not, it's not necessarily unique. And we have issues that are going on and there's some bubbles uh, that are forming uh, right now. So that's really all I want to okay. say about that. But, but, well, but it doesn't change the fact that, that, that we have major issues we here. do we do we have to and i know you're trying to we're going to look at how you can work towards that a plus fred Sade, by the way is founder managing director of the firm money matters usa holding a phd in economics from duke university his area of specialty in the financial arena is retirement planning so let's get started on some keys here that will help build that a plus retirement uh let's start with creating a spending plan yeah, the the first the first step is that that spending plan has to be has to drive off a budget, and that budget has to be uh, realistic, and it has to look at at what what is your spending pattern, or what do you spend on 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 housing, on food, uh, you know, fuel, uh, what are you, what are health care. What what uh, what are your costs and how and how will you make your decisions uh, about that? And your spending pattern will also tell you how much you are exposed to inflation. And for many Americans, inflation is really taking uh, a terrible toll. And, and people do have to they max out their credit cards. They're borrowing from retirement plans. They're doing what they need to do to to try to keep their head uh, their heads above water. So b- this budgeting process is absolutely essential, so that you can know where you're spending your money, how you're spending your money, and also uh, you can't have a spending plan uh, until you know what what uh, what what it is what your budgeting uh, mm-hmm. is is going to be. So that that's the essential. First step, and it needs to be written. I can't emphasize enough that people who have written plans uh, do better and are much more successful than people who do not have written written plans. The plan is in their head, uh, but it's not formalized on 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 paper. And so the same thing has to be true with the budget. Next step here is to establish, if you don't have one, an emergency fund. If you do have one, you may want to look at how much is in it. How much should be in an emergency fund? Well, 
again, at least three months uh, would be a minimum. Six months would be would be uh, even better. Uh, if you are a very high earner uh, between two hundred and four hundred thousand a year, I think realistically you should have a year's worth of salary put away. Now that obviously is going to be a challenge uh, for people, but uh, it's it's a it's a goal that you should be uh, working for because if you uh, assume uh, that uh, at, at that level, uh, I mean, even at even at a hundred thousand, one hundred and twenty thousand, uh, you you assume one month for every ten thousand of income is 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 a very good metric. So if you're a hundred, that that's ten months. One twenty would be would be a year. I mean, these these are realistic um, uh, measurements. You know, un unless unless you you have some ability to to be, you have a skill set, you know, where you can do consulting or or become a fractional uh, employee. Say say that you're a, a, a CFO um, and you have retired or you've been forced out of a company. You can then provide your um, chief financial officer services to other companies could be quasi-public, could be smaller companies, but but you're not an employee, but you work for them part-time. And, and and so that's uh, that that would help in, in building that emergency uh, fund. Uh, for for those who don't have one, uh, you know, now's a good time. Now's a good time uh, to do that. Uh, the the an emergency fund is does not look at uh, earnings. Uh, you can have no earnings on it. It doesn't matter. What what, what matters is is having the money uh, available. So this is a perfect example where you can you can throw the money in a cigar box or, or a toolbox or or in an old suitcase or a carry bag. Put it in the closet. Put it under the bed. Whatever you want to do. This this is don't worry about getting a big return on it. That's not the point. Well, let's uh, we're we're trying to get all of us to an A plus in our retirement prep. How about this one? Diversification of assets. What is proper diversification? Well, that's having your money in multiple asset classes. You know, it's what Grandma said: don't put all your eggs in in one basket. Uh, so it really is going to depend upon your your risk tolerance, risk capacity, and your appetite for what you are comfortable uh, with. And, and that's really, you know, that's, that's really uh, up to you uh, to decide, you know, uh, what might it be? Might it be a mixture of equities, a mixture of, of treasuries, uh, exchange-traded funds, commodities? What, uh, you know, cash, cash is valuable right now. Uh, as uh, as as an asset class because of the high interest rates, so um, you know you you you're trying you're trying to have some assets that will at least outperform uh, inflation that isn't that hard to do uh, right now. Uh, so you you have to learn the difference between the nominal return and the real return. The nominal return is just the number that you see. The real return is netted for inflation. So you 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 want it that's right now that's that's a that's an issue that has to be uh, you know that has to be addressed for, for people, but it also has to depend on your spending pattern. If you're spending a lot of money, you have to worry about inflation. Um, if you don't spend very much money, inflation is not a factor. And it's when you spend the money 
the timing of that be, becomes uh, an issue. But but diversification is very important uh, because you what you're trying to do is offset risk. Well, some assets are going to be up, while other assets are going to be down. And and remember, modern portfolio theory says you're going to lose 50% of the time. So this is important. This is an important consideration of being able to manage risk. So you're not in a situation uh, where your portfolio is, uh, or, uh, and if your portfolio dependent heavily for income, where your portfolio is is now uh, negative. That that's that and you want to be able. To, t- to be able to take some risk off the table and manage the, the whole problem of sequence of risk, which is vitally significant in, in retirement. Another thing uh, to help achieve that A-plus would be to manage debt. What are some smart debt elimination strategies? Well, you really have to, unsecured debt carries a, a high interest uh, charge so that's usually going to be credit cards and uh, and personal loans of some kind. So um, this these these are the kinds of things that are non-productive, and it, uh, it's it's the kind of of debt you want to pay off. In other words, look look at your highest credit card uh, interest rates. Pay those off first. Negotiate with the credit card company. Get them to to enter into a payment plan with them, or get them to knock down your your interest rate so that your money just isn't going to pay interest. But but man, manage your 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 debt. There's good debt. There's bad debt, and credit card debt, personal debt is bad debt, and, and that it's uh, high interest rate and it's non deductible. So you want to manage you want to manage that because that's going to kill your. Uh, your retirement—it's just going to kill you right now. It makes it much makes it much more difficult to survive. And then, of course, uh, maximizing social. Uh, well, let's go to this first uh, because this is key in the financial red zone. Maximizing contributions. How how do you act as a coach in that effort? Well, once once we know what what the spending pattern is, once we know what the budget is, then, and and we've looked at how we're building the emergency fund, then we can look at uh, their contributions and and then um, what's the impact on their lifestyle, and how much can we now uh, put away, and so it. Uh, you know, it could be before tax, it could be after tax, it could be some combination uh, of that. Uh, but we, we, want to, we want to keep those retirement funds growing to the extent that we, that we can. And, uh, and I just want to remind people that, that you, can, can bo- you cannot borrow money to finance your retirement. This has to be based on the assets that you have created and you've sent ahead in time. You can borrow for a lot of things, but not to finance your retirement. So getting a handle on on the contributions is is important because you need to have uh, goals that uh, that you that and targets that you want to hit both from an income perspective, from a risk management perspective, and and from uh, an asset perspective. Your retirement is going to be based on managing risk and on having adequate income, and then on uh, controlling the uh, erosion of assets and, and getting a modest return on those assets so they don't disappear and you don't lose them. 
And finally, in this segment, we have more to come, but maximizing Social Security benefits, what is involved in, in, that, in those decisions? First of all, and, and I think this is, this is probably, what I'm about to say is probably going to shock some people, maybe not. Uh, the Social Security Administration has multiple calculators, and they're, on, and they're on a number of very different websites. Well, depending on which website you go to, you're going to get a different calculation. There is, there is no Social Security calculator that the Social Security Administration provides on its multiple websites where you're going to get the same answer with the same set of facts. So if you are relying on on a Social Security calculator provided by the Social Security Administration, you could use three, four, five, six of them, and you're going to get multiple uh, multiple answers. So again, you've got to, you you can't rely on that uh, because of the assumptions that the, that the government makes in in that calculator. If you are married or you're in any kind of marital legal relationship, you have to uh, get a benefit that that integrates tightly with all your other with all your other assets, and you want to make sure because one of you is going to die before the other one, and if this is a heterosexual couple, a traditional male female marriage then you have to assume that women will outlive men. So if, if, if the husband has the higher income or if the wife has the higher income, they're the ones that have to have some kind of deferred claiming strategy. Remember, as soon as the first spouse dies, that benefit is cut and it disappears. So you're, you're trying to say, how do I maximize? How do I maximize that, that benefit? And, um, if we need money and we don't have uh, any bridging assets that we can use uh, to be in a deferral for both spouses, it doesn't have to be to age 70. Again, this, this is where uh, Social Security planning software can tell you what are the optimal configurations for joint life expectancies. And then you can pick uh, it could be 68 or 67. It could be 66 or 69. I don't. I don't know. It it, it depends. Uh, the the, uh, the social security system, the claiming system, is so complicated. It's so bureaucratic. It's impossible to do this thing in your head, and you can't get a straight answer from the online uh, social security administration. Multiple calculators. So it, this is this is where again you, you need to have help. Uh, with a with a professional with an advisor with a prof with using professional software so you can see what what your choices are what your optimal age is where does that leave you in relation to your other income producing assets and what's the gap that you have to close there's going to be a gap you can't live just on social security it doesn't work so um, you have to make sure now if you're single um, you may be okay with claiming early. Don't forget there, there are cap outs. So assuming that your retirement age is, is 66 or 67, you, you at least want to defer to that point unless you've lost your job for whatever reason and you need the money. So you're going to claim early. You ha you, you're not in a, a marital or any kind of legal relationship, so it doesn't matter. Now, on the other hand, if you, if you have um, uh, parents and one of your parents is ill, uh, you 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 may 
uh, want to consider the impact of your other assets, which may be necessary to help support them. But if that's not the case, or you're in poor health, you might want to claim uh, early because you, you'll, your working life will, will end sooner. So th- those are just some some observations that I have about about Social Security. It is not, and I repeat, it is not. This is not a do-it-yourselfer type thing. Uh, this again, this is this is not a very simple thing that you can just do and go to a cal- Social Security administration calculator and then boom, boom, boom. Uh, there's a the number. It doesn't work that way. All right. So. We've covered so far in our efforts to achieve that A-plus retirement, we've covered creating a spending plan, budgeting wisely, building an emergency fund, diversification of assets, managing your debt and debts and eliminating, maximizing your contributions and that financial red zone, maximizing your Social Security benefits. And coming up, Fred shares the final pieces you need to build that A-plus retirement. All of this coming up on Money Matters USA. earthquakes, tornadoes, and fire. These are serious situations that we plan in advance for. The volatility of the market can be just as devastating. Get a plan meant to last, properly balanced, fully customized. That way, when a market correction does occur, you'll be ready. Call Fred Sade at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA and Fred Sade, Fred, founder, managing director of the firm of the same name, a fiduciary in the financial industry for years and now in, of course, the retirement um, sector of this for years as well. Uh, Fred, uh, you just heard how to reach out to him again, 800-593-8188. Wherever you are, you can, uh, technology allows Fred to meet with you. And also you can go to the website, it's moneymattersusa.net. And when you go there, you can click to hear the other 117 podcasts. And you can also uh, click the Red Light program and learn about Red Light on the dashboard. That's a program that Fred has created uh, to work with everyone in a custom fashion to make sure they don't run out of money in retirement. So learn more at moneymattersusa.net. Now, we are looking at more things that we can do to build that grade up. Uh, we go a lot by scores and grades. You know, we look at our, our credit score and scores in sports and the grades we got in school. So what we want to achieve in our retirement journey is an A+. So what do we do to help get there? That's what we're covering. More of that. Let's look at long-term care and life insurance, Fred. Yeah, long, long-term care is not, long-term care is not, a, is not just a, a product. Uh, solution. You're going through that planning process. We we know we know, uh, we know the stats tell really tell the story. We know that eighty percent of people are going to require uh, long term care of some kind. We know that uh, memory care, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, all of these things, uh, plus other physical ailments, but. Yeah, very heavily. Uh, the 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 other side of longevity is is um, decline in memory, and, and everybody has some memory decline. But I'm talking about dementia, and I'm talking about uh, about Alzheimer's. So we have to say how we how are we going to uh, pay for that? Um, these costs can be very very uh, significant, and uh, they can destroy uh, any retirement plan. 
whatsoever. And uh, depending on uh, what your asset picture is, uh, traditional long-term care could be uh, effective uh, if you live in a a state where the state has um, mandated, well, I shouldn't say mandated, where the state has a plan that you can buy from private insurers that, that offer standalone long-term uh, care. But most people don't buy that now, and they either use a uh, life insurance policy, which is designed for long-term care, or they use a life insurance policy with, with a long-term care rider, which pays out the face amount of insurance. Or if they have health issues, uh, there's asset-based long-term care, which is usually in the form of uh, of an annuity, and um, these can be qualified assets or non-qualified uh, assets. But the, the the point of the matter uh, is that it's necessary to to go through the planning process so that you can decide how you're going to pay for uh, long-term care. I mean the. Is better. It's almost an eighty percent probability uh, that one or both spouses are going to need long-term care, are going to encounter long-term care type expenses, and then you have to decide: Are you going to go into a care community of some kind, or are you going to try to age at home? And and that has costs and it has pluses, but also has drawbacks. So all of these, the, the cost of this, and while we're on this subject, the cost of, of medical care uh, is very high. And you can expect that because a, you're, uh, a woman will outlive a man, uh, you can expect that they're going to have anywhere f- from thirty to, to 90000 uh, of additional uh, dollars that need to be spent. Well, where is this going to, where's this money going to come from? You just basically will destroy uh, any kind of, uh, of uh, retirement. Uh, plan and don't forget, long-term care products uh, are designed as alternative sources of income, and and you have to think of it in that way because you're not you're not using your primary source of uh, of income, which you're using for your for your uh, for your lifestyle. Well, this next one could absolutely could have significant and costly ramifications if missed in that planning process, and that is a de- uh, develop a plan to combat taxes. What are some good proactive strategies? Well, f- first of all, we, we need to we need to do a retirement tax uh, study, initially driving off the the last two or three years. Uh, of your of your um, tax returns, and then to look at the way your current uh, setup is structured, and then you can, you can start to see what the impact of taxes are going to be as you start taking withdrawals. Now, this this is assuming now that we now have a budget, we have the spending, we have the spending pattern, uh, and now we want to see how how can we uh, reduce the the impact of taxes. Uh, on your on your spending program now, the the thing about the thing about taxes, uh, and even about uh, retirement. I mean, there is a finite point uh, where you have to retire, whether it's a complete retirement or a partial retirement. You, you are going to be retired, and once that happens, the tax system changes, and it it's beyond 
this podcast, and we've done podcasts on 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 taxes, and you can if you scroll, if you look at some of our previous podcasts, you'll see that we've done we've done some deep dives uh, on taxes. So suffice it to say that as the system changes, there are um, additional tax brackets that actually pop up in between the statutory tax brackets, and this causes uh, additional taxation that you don't face when you aren't retired. And then, of course, you have the impact of Social Security, and that changes the tax system, and we have the tax bazooka that, that we have to deal with, and you can have more than one bazooka. Uh, depending on your harvesting pattern and what your assets uh, are, so it's imperative once you have con- once you have have controlled fees, you know, which is another deal killer, then you have to control uh, taxes and and figure out uh, how you're going to deal with that because you got you got you got ta- you got a tax preference once you once you ha- had money you put money in, a, in an account that didn't have a current tax impact but it, eventually the government wants to be paid so you have to say if i have and i'm going to make this simple if i had 10 dollars i i might own 70 70 uh, 7 dollars rather out of the 10 the other the other 3 dollars belongs to uncle sam and so if I have a million dollars, I really only have 700000 if all my money is tax deferred. So that's, that's how you have to think about it. And that then requires uh, retirement tax planning. And again, uh, in consultation uh, with your uh, CPA uh, or your enrolled agent uh, to make sure that they have reviewed that and they are in uh, agreement uh, with, uh, with that. And uh, if you don't have, uh, if you use a software program, we can certainly introduce you uh, to a competent CPA or EA uh, who can review the work that that we do uh, to make sure that that's in your best interest. Next step is to look at health care and retirement and what needs to be considered on on top of Medicare. Well, how are you going to pay for the costs that are not covered by Medicare Mm -hmm. and also... um, uh, the prescription drugs, dental, hearing, uh, all the things that are not covered by Medicare, which are covered by Medicaid, by the way, but not by Medicare. And, and so you need to have funds set aside that you know you can draw on or assets that can be speci- particularly liquidatable uh, for that purpose. So you might have some money in, in a revolving account that, that's interest-bearing, could be it could be a CD, it could be a multi-year guarantee annuity, it could be something that that is predictable and where you can draw money uh, from it. And it and if it has penalties, it should be short duration. I mean, so that you can get access to that. Could be ninety-day treasury bill. I mean, what, whatever it is, um, it, it's it's available to offset. So it does. It, so you know, it's it's one thing to go to a doctor. And, uh, and and pay something out of pocket. It's, it's quite another thing when they when they give you a forty thousand dollar bill, and and say, hey, you know, uh, th- this is this is what it is. Uh, and if you want the treatment, that's what it's going to cost you uh, for it. Medicare does not cover it. What do you want to do? Hmm. Make a decision. Wow. So if, if that's you, if yeah. that's your spouse. You're going to look in your spout and say, well, well, dear, we, we, we can't do this. So I, I guess we'll plan your funeral. 
Oh Is my it, you gosh. You have that conversation? No, nobody does. Yeah. I mean, uh, sure. And so I know there are, well, there, there are a lot of things that we can do to help have that not happen. I mean, th- and this may just be one thing, but I've just heard so many great things about an HSA if you're eligible. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are. They're terrific, but you have to be willing to accept a high deductible plan. And a lot of, and a lot of people are hung up with that. They don't want the high right. deductible plan. Yeah, so that's more like if you have it. Uh, it would be a trade-off otherwise. I say here, here's our next thing. Uh, with retirement of today, more uh, falling on us and the fact that it's longer, uh, really would be a uh, uh, strongly consider seeking out a professional, especially like you've read, or a retirement specialist. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you really, you really want to be in a position where you where you can stop worrying about your money. You really want to be able to have a fulfilling uh, and enjoyable uh, retirement. But you can't have that if you're worried about running out of money or worrying where your next dollar is going to come from, worrying about your port portfolio. Uh, it, so it's it's it, it's working with a professional helps you uh, clarify. Your, your purpose, clarify your, your, your goals, clarify your objectives, your mileposts, and um, lets you really talk out and think out what it is you want your money to do for you. I mean, it's, it, it, what is, is, is this just we're playing a game called What's My Number? And, uh, and we just can't want to get to a number because, because, because your neighbor said that's important. No, you you really have to have to know what your money is going to do for you and and have control over it. And once you can do those two things, you can enjoy uh, your retirement. And don't make the mistake of thinking that you know you're gonna you're gonna go on on an in, you're gonna go on internet search engines uh, and you're gonna get all the answers to your questions. Well. There's very little information about retirement income planning. The bulk of the information is about investing. And when you switch into the retirement phase, because there's an accumulation and and there's a deaccumulation and income stage, and the retirement stage is that deaccumulation and income stage. There's very little uh, information about it, and a lot of it is is, uh, significantly inaccurate. Uh, when you when you can uh, find it, so working with a qualified person is uh, like like me uh, will uh, help you get a very clear understanding, and that's why we go through a minimum of six meetings. We don't do the the three meeting. We give us give us your statements, give you a plan, and and then do a hard close. We don't do that. We take you through. We take you through six minimum of six sessions. By the time you get there, you will know exactly why you are doing what you are doing, and it will be your plan. And we have all the elements that are necessary uh, in the plan, and that plan has to be in writing. If it's not in writing, you don't have a plan. That that's in a, that's the most essential uh, consideration, and. Once it's a written plan, remember, all plans are a snapshot in time. So every plan is not meant uh, to be there till the end of time. I mean, even concrete wears out in 50 years. Hmm. So your plan needs to be reviewed uh, periodically to make sure uh, that it is correct, that the strategy is correct, 
and what modifications need to be made. Your life is going to change. Your health is going to change. Your, your, your aspirations are going to change. And, and so the, the plan always has to be uh, adjusted to, uh, to reflect uh, the, whatever is going on in your life. It has to be your plan. And, the, and, and as we said at, right at the beginning, the key to that plan is budgeting. If there's no budget, there's no plan. Right. That's the truth of the matter. Well, it is the truth of the matter. And um, so you've given us 10 tips to help get us to an A-plus in our journey to retirement. And once we get to that A-plus, we want to maintain that A-plus. So here's a bonus tip. Uh, it's not a one and done with you, Fred. It, it requires no. reviews and tweaks. Can you explain that process throughout how you act as a partner? Yeah, absolutely. We're sitting on the same side of the table. When uh, most of the time, we don't we don't use a square rectangular table. We use a round table, uh, so so that we can sit we can sit together mm -hmm. as partners in this. We are what we are doing is we are showing you what the strengths and weaknesses are in your existing plan, how much risk is in the plan, whether or not you can accomplish uh, your objectives. How much of your uh, assets are being committed uh, to income? How much how much flexibility uh, do you have? If only if only three percent of your income is is reliable and dependable, or five to six to seven, you're in, you're if if it's only three percent, you're in a lot of trouble. It's five, six, seven, uh, you're very constrained. If you're if it's a, if it's higher than that, at least 30, 35, 40 percent of that income uh, ought to be predictable. And if you're very conservative, you may want to hire amount of predictability. There's no one pattern that you can say, well, this is the retirement pattern and it fits everybody. It does not. Ret retirement today is different for everyone. And there's just and it just has to be your plan that works for you. It doesn't have to work for your neighbor across the street. He or she has 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 their own things that, that they that they want. Uh, so given the fact that the burden is on you as we said earlier, the age of the defined benefit plan is over. The, the, only, the only thing that even gets close to that is Social Security, and people don't take it seriously enough uh, to go through the planning process. Or they go through planning, and they do what they want anyway for, for, whatever, for whatever reason, not appreciating the significance of what Social Security uh, actually uh, offers. Uh, you know, I, I find it very interesting. Uh, every time there's a government shutdown, uh, the first thing that the administration that's in power says, "Oh, we're going to cut. We, we aren't going to pay your Social Security." That's not that's nonsensical. Social mm -hmm. Security has to be paid by law, and whether the government is functioning or it's not functioning. Social Security checks have to go out because mm -hmm. uh, you've you've paid for that. Uh, so don't next time, uh, whatever administration's in power. Don't believe them. It's just a scare. It's just a scare mm -hmm. tactic. Uh, you know the w w the reason the re as I've said before the reason we take you through a minimum a minimum guarantee of six meetings is we can make sure that you understand the plan and it's your plan and you're committed to it and you know what's in the plan and you're and you're implementing it. So what we have to do after that is is see if the plan is on target. And if, it's, if it is, nothing has to be done. If it's not, we need to make some adjustments to make sure that it's operating. And we also want to make sure that you don't lose a lot of money. 
We want to keep it within that 5-10% of what we do. And we tell you to manage some of your own money and make it, lose it, whatever. Uh, we don't want to have any responsibility uh, for that. So if you make money, you can pat yourself on the back. If you lose money, you're responsible. It's not us. Uh, we, we don't live or die by that sword. So, I mean, that, that's, that is what we, that is what we, we do because um, ret retirement is all about managing risk, generating income. And if you don't manage risk, you won't be able to generate income. And then everything else are the component pieces of, of what we do uh, in order to manage risk and generate income. Well, uh, good tips. And, friend, I bet you got A's in school. Were you all A's in school? Uh, primarily. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I knew that. Somehow I knew that. Um, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> but you know what? I'm all about, you know, every day you should learn something new, and I'm all about that. So I'm curious, so that's a good thing. I right, thanks so much for joining us. If you're curious uh, about what the best strategies for you would be, uh, then schedule with Fred. And that's wherever you're listening to the podcast. Schedule with Fred, a couple of ways to do that. 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. You can also visit the website, and that is moneymattersusa.net. If you do go to that, uh, be sure to click that red light program tab. MoneyMattersUSA.net. Thanks so much. Every week we drop these, the podcast Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.